Let us welcome to the big show the one and only Sheriff Grady Judd. Good morning, sir. How are you, sir? I am wonderful. How are you doing today? We are fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, calling and joining us this morning. So we, as normal, we want to bring you up to speed on what we've been talking about this hour. Yeah, we've been talking about Alec Baldwin getting sued by the family of Helena Hutchins uh, for the accidental death on the uh, set where he pointed a gun at the camera and uh, fired it. He says accidentally fired it uh, and killed her. What do you think about it? Do you think it's okay that they are suing? What do you think about the whole situation? Well, certainly, whenever you have an event like that, it goes back to what my old daddy told me a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You treat every gun as if it's loaded because the one you think's not loaded will be the one that is loaded. When you have a loaded gun, then you don't point it at anybody you don't intend to shoot. So do I think he criminally intended to shoot her, you know, it's called mala in say mm-hmm. with criminal intent. No, but was it reckless disregard? Yes. And he is right for a lawsuit as is whoever loaded the gun. Yeah. And, they're naming a lot of people on it. Well, of course they'll, they'll name the gun manufacturer, they'll name the studio, they'll name Alec, they'll name the person who loaded the gun, they'll name the guy who took it out of the box, and, you know, so there'll be a lot of people sued. But certainly you can see when the dust settles, they will settle that lawsuit. They won't go to trial because he clearly had the gun, and he clearly shot her by accident. And so it'll settle for a lot of money. Now, you, you are obviously very uh, uh, familiar with firearms, and I used to do a Wild West show, and I know those old Ruger revolvers that are kind of like replicas of your old West-style guns. He says, Alec Baldwin says he never pulled the trigger. He had his finger on the trigger, but it did not pull, but and it somehow still went off. Do you think that that is possible? Do you think that that is actually, is it capable of firing unless you pull the hammer all the way back and pull the trigger? Well, let me tell you about those old single actions, if that's what it was. Mm -hmm. You could pull that trigger partially back, and it slip out of your fingers. And if it detonates that that cap, then yes, it'll go off. Yep. Or in in his excitement, you know, he could have meant to cock it all the way back and doesn't remember touching the trigger. I mean, that's not something your brain automatically catalogs. Right. Or with those old guns, you could drop the the gun and it could hit on the hammer with enough force to detonate the ignition cap. Yeah. So at the at the end of the day, something caused that and he was holding it in his hand and he's going to be civilly liable, along with a lot, a lot of other people. There you have it. Grady Judd weighs in, ladies and gentlemen. That's the final say as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so what's going on in your neck of the woods? Well, you know, I, I hate to have to keep talking about vehicle crashes, but, you know, we are like, what, just six weeks, seven weeks into the new year. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the vehicle crashes have been absolutely horrific. We've already seen 13 fatalities Mm. and one person so seriously injured that he's holding on to life by a thread. And we know that 
the overwhelming majority of the time, the overwhelming majority of the time, it's not a vehicle problem. It's a driver problem. Well, I'll give you an example. The other night, mom and dad thinks their 15-year-old son is at his buddy's house. But he's out riding his dirt bike on a paved road out through an orange grove. What could be more innocent in in that? But it's at night, and he has no headlights on. Well, there's a 53-year-old man with a suspended driver's license who's riding his motorized bike southbound in the northbound lane near the fog line and hits this bike, I mean this motorbike, head on. Mm. Head on. Because he doesn't have a headlight on. So here's two people riding out through the middle of the night. You know, these laws are created to protect us, to keep us safe. And both are violating the law, but clearly the 53-year-old who knew better is driving south in the northbound lane, and a horrible fatal fatal crash occurs. A 15-year-old child is instantly ripped from his family, and the 53-year-old is broken up and has severe head injuries, and it's they're not sure he'll survive either. All wow. of that could have been avoided. All of it. Every bit of it. Hmm. And there was a dozen different things each of them could have done to have done that. So when, when you think about it, think about 13 people in this county alone. Now, that's just the fatal crashes that we've worked, not counting the police department, not counting the highway patrol. And you don't know unless you've had a, a loved one or a friend that's instantly been taken from you in a crash what it's like. Unless you're the law enforcement officers or the first responders going out there seeing these beautiful, innocent people who died because of distracted driving, pulled out in front of another car because they were looking at their iPhone, didn't see the car, or using drugs or alcohol. You know, and so at the end of the day, I, why am I coaching this up early? Well, Interstate 4 has already got a reputation of being the most dangerous road in America. Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah, and it I'll, is. Yeah, and I warn everybody, we're out there in unmarked cars, which normally I don't allow traffic enforcement in unmarked cars. But I'm doing a lot of traffic enforcement right now in unmarked cars on the interstate because they're out there driving up too. Last year we stopped one at 155 miles an hour. Oh, gee. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but if you get out there and drive crazy and weave in and out of traffic at ridiculous speeds, I've, I've instructed the deputies, don't write you any more tickets. Tow the car, put the person in handcuffs, and take them to jail because they're going to kill themselves or someone else. And I would rather see them alive in the county jail than dead out there on the side of the interstate. Yeah. We, you know, so, and they don't have a right to endanger everybody else's life. True. You're right. Agreed. And, and, and you know what my number one complaint at the sheriff's office is? It's not burglary, theft, someone stole my car. It's speeding cars. Yeah. And I, I explained to people, well, ma'am, I will we'll send a traffic enforcement team out there and those cars will slow down while we're there. 
And the moment we leave, they'll start speeding again. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, traffic enforcement works only while you're present there. So I love the people of Polk County. And I don't want to see anyone injured and certainly not killed in a crash. So that's why I ask, please help us out. Help a brother out. Slow <laughs> down. Arrive alive is the old slogan. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it makes a difference. So real quickly, before we let you run, uh, can you give us a, at least a lighter note before you get out of here? You know, I really can. So there's this guy and gal in the house. And this dude breaks in with a knife, right? Oh, boy. So the girl gets the gun, points it at him, says, if you don't get out of my house, I'm going to shoot you. So he starts backing up. Her boyfriend takes the gun, follows him all the way out, gets outside, fires three warning shots, which, by the way, I don't recommend. (laughs) Deputies arrive on the scene. We catch the burglar on his bicycle as he's fleeing. Then we find out that the macho man who took the gun from his girlfriend is a convicted felon. Oh, oh you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He should have just let his girlfriend keep the gun. She probably shot better as a better aim than him anyway. <laughs> and then he's got a pocket full of drugs. Uh. So, so it turns out after all the dust settled from that 911 call, the burglar with the knife went to jail, but the victim ended up with more charges than the burglar. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you so very much for uh, calling in this morning. Thank you for everything you do for us. We appreciate you. And if you need anything, our door is always open, my friend. All right. All right. Thank you all for being my friends. We'll talk to you all later.